Summer quickly goes away. Rodney and I take an opportunity to say farewell to Serena Williams and her historic tennis career. Uh, We talk about that uh, broke preacher who berates his congregation because he hadn't got his Movado watch. And finally, we look at Silk Sonic and the way they redid Love's Train. We hope you enjoy this session. So what do you think about, about a girl Serena tonight? I was... I was I was pulling for her, but toward the end there, I think she just I think she just sort of ran out of gas. You no, know? that's exactly what happened. Yeah, that's, I was that's rooting it. for her. Thought she had man, but not, uh, as a matter of fact, when I was sitting up here watching, I was thinking about it like when you and I talked before. Man, this is just a young person's game, man. She that little girl was knocking the hell out of that ball back to her, you know Serena. Now I will give her credit; she played good for not playing much this year. Right, so right. I'll give her that. And I think she prematurely announced her retirement. I think she should have just held off and, and then just hit him by surprise. But because, uh, you know, you can – if she'd have got on a roll, what if she'd have won it? You know, and uh, – but since she hadn't played, but it just made me know not only from the age point of view, but it just makes me know and respect women even more, man. Once you have a baby boy, your whole – you know, your focus uh, – I know she ain't been practicing like she need to because she, she's so crazy about her baby, you know. And yeah. there comes a time when you got to say, like we did in intramural, I think I need to go back up in the stands. Yeah. Yeah, you there's know? a time when that comes. And, and that's just, you know, like you say, that's just part of getting getting older. I mean, yeah. you know, and, and I just I was just thinking, I mean, I couldn't imagine being out there on that tennis court for over three hours. Three I mean, hours. You know, and – and and as we all know, you know, Serena ain't ain't no small girl. I mean, there you go. You know, have to haul all that around for three hours. I mean, there was a there was a times that you know, a couple of times that uh, the, that other girl, you know, re- returned her her uh, her shots and stuff. And Serena like, I ain't gonna try to do this. She didn't. Even, she like, I ain't gonna expect spend hey. the energy trying to get that one. Hey, you know, I'm just gonna let it go. That's when I knew. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I said nah. the same thing. I said, yeah. If it hadn't she's... been for that crowd cheering her, she'd have gave up a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, there's a couple of times she didn't even attempt to return the shot, you know. But yeah, but yeah I mean, like I say that's just part of part of life. And she you know, like I say, they've had a had a good run and and I yep. and I think they've done they've really represented the sport, you know, very well. Yeah. And and I think, you know, just my own thoughts on matters i think early on in their career i think richard and even though i don't know if he you know consciously was doing it or not but i think he took a lot of the pressure off of them he did and, and put it sort of put it on himself with some of the stuff that he was doing it's almost like you know the, the media and everybody's gonna focus on me because i'm saying crazy stuff and i'm doing crazy stuff and the girls can just go play tennis yeah and then underestimate them because they think their dad is stupid Right, you know? right, and yeah. uh, I watched. I watched. I, I went in. I went in on. Uh, it had already started, but it hadn't been on too long. Uh, you asked me the last time I had. I watched that that movie. I was sitting up here one old dark thirty one night. And I was flipping the channel, and it was on there. So I just stayed on there and looked at it. And I agree with you. It wasn't no blockbuster, but it, it was interesting in there. But it gives some insight 
And uh, what you just said is exactly what I thought about Richard, you know, because I, I was even thinking about, because uh, it wasn't covered in there. I remember reading an article about uh, Tiger Woods' daddy calling him the stupidest man he knew, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. Richard, Richard came off like that. Well, see, I know dudes like Richard from down there in Shreveport, Texas County, right? The same neck of wood. They, they, they bullshit you with letting you think that they don't know what the hell they doing when they do. Just right. like he, he manipulated that dude that wanted to make money off of him, got his facilities, got him moved up, but he thought he was going to take over. He's now nah, you ain't finna run my girls in the ground. Look at Jenny Capriari over there. Capriati y'all got over there. Richard was wise beyond his years. He couldn't articulate it that good. Right. But Richard, Richard was on the, on, on the one. And, uh, uh, he wasn't the greatest person in the world, but, but he, uh, he, he, he set his mind to it and he got it, you know? And, uh, but yeah, it was, it was a good little thing. Uh, uh, for I'm 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 a I'm a biography autobiography type kind of guy or or a documentary on real stuff, but there was some stuff in there I know that they a whole lot of stuff they left out. Yeah, and that's what I was saying too. You know, not so much stuff that they left out, but I think you know. Well, but you do that in movies, so you, you embellish stuff. You you got to be oh, yeah. able to get people's attention and and make things seem a little bit more over the top than probably it really was. But uh, but yeah, I, I think you know, in, in hindsight, I, I think he he probably helped them get to the point to where when they got established, and then they could they could do things. You know, there was talk about you know the. The uniform, you know, the dresses and skirts and stuff that they wore to match and stuff. By that time, they were they were established stars then. Right. So you know, exactly. they could they could handle those things on their own. But I think as you know, as they were starting to come up and and make a name for themselves in the tennis world, you know, I think he deflected a lot of potential. Oh yeah. Know, uh, stressors and things of that nature away from him by the things that uh, that, that he was doing. And, oh yeah, he 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 he. Just like the one scene in there, which I remember when it actually happened, because they were talking about it, when this damn reporter was talking to to Venus, like she's a grown-ass woman. She's just a kid mm-hmm. asking her these probing questions. And Richard's like, hold on, dude. You know, this is a child. You are sitting up here asking her all these questions, da 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 She's only 13 years old, however old she was, and he got an SO. The dude knew what he was doing. He was protecting his daughters, and then he was also making sure that they weren't going to be no one-hit wonder, and all they know how to do is hit tennis balls, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And telling them where they re- revolutionized the sport. I thought it was ironic when I was sitting up there and, you know, just knowing their their history and, and all the things that they said they, they have gone through, which you can only imagine. Uh, how ironic. How, how, how uh God makes uh when they first came into the league they were being called all kind of names and uh even even Chris Everett with her old wrinkle up ass she still got to try to try to try to criticize even at this hell she's the goat and your ass is jealous and uh oh she's getting lazy with her feet you are the one of the greatest player in the world you down there critiquing them like they're a, a, a newbie you know I don't remember your little prissy ass moving your feet and, and going to the net. I always got to go. They need to go to the net. You were too prissy to move to go to the net. Plus, 
you couldn't do shit with it after you went to the net. But uh, uh, them girls, uh, he prepared them because he knew yeah. he wasn't going to always be there. Yeah, yeah, I think he did a good, a good job of that, and uh, and you know they took it upon themselves afterwards to get into. To different things, you know, outside of the sport, and yeah, know, I think they've, they've set themselves up well, and and, and to me, it's been you know very well respected, you know, inside and outside the sport too. So yeah, you know, I, I wish her nothing but the the best. And as we talked about before, I think sometimes, you know, sometimes athletes have a hard time letting go, you know, and mm-hmm. and knowing when it's time to go, and they sort of you know, tarnish their legacy a little bit by maybe staying a little bit too long. But, you know, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, (laughs) I think, I I think, uh, you know, she's, she's realized where she is. And I think she realized that there's more, there's more to life than, than tennis. When you have a family that you have to care for, you know, a daughter that you're trying to bring up in the right way and stuff, Uh, it's time to, time to move on you know there's, there's sometimes that's hard for athletes but it seemed like she's got that in mind you know she like she says she's not completely closing the door you know who knows she might sort of pick and choose some things there but i think you know as far as you know being fully competitive and all which she hadn't been you know for a while now anyway yeah uh, i think she she realized those days are are probably gone but oh um, yeah yeah, but hell, yeah she's I, smart the hell i hey Hey, some some promoter want to give me fifty million to come back, get my racket. Yeah, yeah, come back for that <laughs> that one off every now and then, some kind of marquee event or something. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, that it's uh, not a problem at all. I'm you know. here to tell you. But, uh, but I mean, I think she's got a lot of other things going on with you know the oh, deal yeah. down in Miami and stuff that she can probably you know decide which way she wants to go and if she wants to make that decision. Definitely, it definitely would be up to her. It ain't because I'm broke and I need the bunny. That's right. Know? So that's that's not only that's her big thing. Not only her deep pockets, but that boy she married to got deep pockets. And yeah, and, I was reading a story about him the other day, and uh, you know he was talking about how he said he didn't even like tennis. He said, <laughs> I, he said my dad used to watch tennis, and I'd be over there sleep. So I I could care less about tennis. And uh, and I didn't, I don't know I don't know if it said in that article how they actually met or not but he was saying how you know once they got together you know he obviously you know started to to know you know understand the game more and get more into the game of course you know I mean, your wife is doing that for a living but he said yeah at first he he, he didn't even like tennis hey I can understand. He saw all that booty walking across that lake. I, I think I can like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it doesn't take a whole lot to, to change your mind. That's for sure. Oh, you know, not only, like you say, not only that, but the fact that she's bringing in big buku bucks buku now and stuff. He got got yeah. her own monies. Yeah, that probably makes a makes a big difference. That's yes, sir. For sure. Yes, sir, because if, if we walk away, that's what we're doing. We're just going to walk away. Don't mess mm-hmm. with mine. I won't mess with you. That's right. You know? That's right. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did, have, uh, have you seen that video of that, uh, that preacher? That was that was dogging his congregation about his Movado watch. Have you seen that? Yeah, I saw that stupid ass. Man. I tell you what, boy, and and, and it's, it was even more stupid. Like these trumpets, 
why would anybody follow that Negro? I I, I just can't. Uh, what do you call him? He called him broke down uh, something. Broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He called him, yeah. he called him broke. Yeah. And the thing that got me, like you say, there was people out there in the congregation. Yeah, bring it, bring it, tell the truth. <laughs> I'm like, he talking about you. You know, <laughs> you talk about bring it, tell the truth, tell it. Uh, I'm like, I don't believe you're gonna be sitting there, there, you know, signing off on what he's saying. <laughs> you know, talking about y'all. You can't give me your McDonald's money. You can't give me your Red Lobster money. You hey, know, I asked up. you for that Movado watch. They sell that at Sam. I asked y'all way back in February. It's August. Y'all still ain't got me. Hey, <laughs> Like, I don't believe he's saying that, and I don't believe there's people out there in the pews talking about bring it, tell the truth. <laughs> Man, it, it beats all I've ever seen. <laughs> you know, his Movado watch. Like, yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't believe. It. Yeah, I saw it, man. I was like, okay, and this is this is our people. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. But yeah, I, when I went and saw that, I said that made made me think about that other preacher. Was was it, was a Creflo Dollar? Mm-hmm. Which one of them that wanted his mm-hmm. Congress buy that airplane? Yeah, and, and they was, did. Was, yeah, was dogging you know dogging mm-hmm. the congregation. Called, you know, he didn't got his airplane. Everybody else got an airplane. And I'm just thinking, where is religion gone to? What happened to the so, humble? You know, I'm here to just to serve the Lord, kind of preacher of the old days. I mean, organized, I, organized religion is a joke now. They ain't, <laughs> lost, they ain't worshiping God. They worshiping that clown that can get up there and 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 smooth talk them. You know, that's just like I read an article one time about Creflo Dollar. They somebody was talking about him down there, Atlanta, talking about uh, he talking about he needed that plane to spread the gospel because he travels the world. And somebody was saying, yeah, with his daughter and his wife on there going to shop at all these expensive shops overseas. <laughs> That's the only thing he's doing it for. <laughs> and and it, it's, uh, Roland's got a got a friend that used to follow him down in Atlanta. A little, little boy, they grew up with him down there. He, as a matter of fact, he, he was deep into the church for a while. Needless to say, he ain't no more. Uh huh. You know, they they the true colors usually show up, and uh, for those who want to see it, but I, I just don't. Do we have people that needy out there? Maybe I'm just not with it no more. I, I just can't see, man. No, no, no person uh, unless God Himself come down and say, "Hey, Rodney, I need a plane." The rest of y'all out of out of luck. oh no oh and and just like in my hometown these folks be out there well we sent the pastor and the first lady to hawaii we (laughs) if his ass went to hawaii he gonna be the one doing it oh well it's the pastor's anniversary i said i don't see that sending me nothing on my anniversary i'll be damned if i'm sending him anything yeah but that that kind of stuff seemed to be more and more the norm, you know, what, yeah. what you going to do for your know, pastor appreciation day. You know, yeah. We gave him this, we gave him that. And I'm like, well, I guess I look at it like my appreciation is the fact that we're letting you preach to us. You know, Thank that's, you. that's, yeah, that's our, my appreciation. But yeah, they do that more and more now where they have those yeah. appreciation and these, days. And these uh, don't want to sleep in, the, I mean, don't want to stay in the parsonage. They want you to buy them a, 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 a nice house to live in. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
to preach to you, man. I'm like, give me a break. Yeah, yeah. I told you about the the guy here that the congregation <laughs> bought bought him that that fake Bentley. I told you about that guy, right? <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. He was riding around in that car. <laughs> Talking about, yeah, this is my, my congregation bought me that Bentley out there. And uh, the guy at the barbershop, good job. He said, man, I went out there to take a look at it. I'm like, man, when, when, when did the Bentley have crank windows on it? <laughs> <laughs> crank windows on it and stuff. So he was looking around in there. He said, uh, he said, I said, okay, yeah, he, he's talking about this nice Bentley. I looked at the grill and everything. And, he, and uh, another guy was sitting in there in the, in the barbershop. He said, he said, uh, when I came back in, and his brother named John, I mean, the John was a barber's guy they called Mo. So Mo was sitting out there and said, man, you know what that is, right? He said, what do you mean you know what that is? He said, man, that's an old, old, old cutlass. And this man would have had to put that front end on And he think he got a Bentley. <laughs> John said, well, I was wondering why, why that Bentley got crank window, windows on it. You know, when you crank them up like he said, that's an old cutlass, man. And they had modified it looked like a Bentley. Oh, oh, my oh my goodness yes sir yeah because you know you see stuff like that you know you see you know especially around here you see a brother driving like oh who, who is that driving that bentley right he right said, yeah man that's an old cutlass they had modified for him <laughs> <laughs> he ain't even know no better <laughs> <laughs> oh well, i was dying laughing over at the barbershop that day so man but yeah you know it's it's more and more about you know, about the status symbols and the exactly. bling and all that kind of stuff where, you know, the old days of of uh, humbleness and, you know, like I say, just just proud to be here, to, you know, kind of thing. Them days of no, them days long, long gone. Yes, sir. Shit, they don't even want to do what all them old preachers used to do. Because if you're sick and shut in, well, if you can't Zoom call, more power to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and the only reason they gonna check on you is like, if you a tither, wait, hey, somebody check on old sister, sister Sarah over there. We hadn't heard from her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's time for that money. I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a joke, but it, it it's as much a joke as it is with the, a lot of the people that's going to these churches. They can. They can quote you scripture and do all that, and the biggest degenerate you ever want to see, man. Mm-hmm. Like, please. Yeah, like you say, it's it's changed. So, it has changed in a way, but you know, it's always been like that too. I can remember back, yeah, you know, yeah. growing up where you know you'd be out the club, you know, Saturday night, and there's brother John and brother Bill out there, and come Sunday morning, they in church saying Amen louder than anybody, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, it, it's always been sort of like that, but it just seems like now it's more about the material things than ever before. You know, mm-hmm. it just seemed like uh, you know they just like I said, it's it's not that humble distant that used to be there. Well, it's a hustle now. You know, I, I've always said, you know, we got a couple of people, a couple of families back in my hometown. The whole damn family is preaching now. God didn't call all of them. You know, that's that's that's. That's the LLC. <laughs> I can see God might have called your daddy, but he didn't call your brother, your sister, your uncle. All y'all ain't called. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a joke, man. I, 
sit there, like you say, Friday, Saturday night. You see them leaving, but he ain't with his wife. Yeah. Yeah. I used to always sort of boggle my mind. You know, I'm like, wait a minute. We just saw him in the club last night. That ain't who he left with last night. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. They they, they something else, man. So I I just live and let live. I I figure it's a crapshoot. I'm going to take my chances with my relationship with God. It's better than getting behind these false idols and stuff, you know, not knowing. Uh, because, again, you know, they, they fool all these people in the thing. That man can't get you into heaven. The only way you're going to get into heaven is your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the only thing going to get you there. I don't care what he do and say, you know, he can't get you there. He ain't going to be able to get himself there with the way he half of them act, let alone try to get you somewhere. And so I, I don't even worry about it. Yeah, I and I think you know my sort of mindset has always been it just has gotten to be so sort of confusing because everybody has their different sort of opinion on you know what the Bible says and how it's interpreted and you mm-hmm. know the things you need to do and stuff of that nature that it's like okay I, I just. I, I just don't know, you know, like, where, where do you begin? You know, exactly. exactly. So, uh, I'm the same way. I mean, I just uh, think you have to live the best life mm-hmm. you can and do the right things. And, you know, at that, at the end, it's, it's out of your hands anyway. So that's right. Ask for guidance and hopefully mm-hmm. you, you listen to what he's showing you. You know, yeah. that's my, that's my whole focus right now. You know, what is the Lord trying to tell me, you know? Uh, you don't need no preacher to sit up there and, and, and tell you to err your ways. You already know. God gave you common sense. You know. Mm-hmm. You, you might not want to acknowledge it, but you know what you Yeah. Know. Oh, yeah. You know. And uh, so I, 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 that's, that's the simplistic way I look at it now. I'm, 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 I'm working on my relationship with him. And, and, and like you say, living the best that you can. Yeah. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Yeah. Yes, sir. You know, we was talking about uh, a while back about the, the the music and stuff for the top one hundred and all that kind of thing. And uh, I was I've been meaning to 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 ask you about it for a while, but uh, I know you was a big Confunction uh, oh, yeah. fan and stuff. And so uh, so what do you what do you think about the way uh, Silk Sonic did Love's Train, man? They, they, I, I, Sort of like the way they re- they redid it. I, oh, I can't right. say a whole lot bad about it. I, I like it. I, I like the way they did it. I I, I even uh, like the little group. They they show building it up to make everybody wanting to come out with an album. Cause every time they did, did, done something, I didn't like the little songs that they didn't done. But yeah, when they did Love's Train, I was like, you know, hey, some songs just make make the artists a hit. You ain't got to do nothing but just stay close to the original. Mm-hmm. And, and there you go, you know. And uh yeah, that that little old dude, what's his name? Uh God, I can't what was his name when he first came out? He I guess he left that group and him and him and uh this dude and got together. But hell, he done basically took over the group, uh the little half Filipino brother. Oh, uh let's see, I get all them guys mixed up. Cause I know, um, uh, let's see, 
That's what happens when you start to get old. You can't remember. No, I'm telling and, I, you. and we were just talking about them, the uh, both of them, the other other day. Uh, it wasn't Kendrick Lamar that he hooked up with, was it? No, it was. Is it? it is it Bruno Mars? Yeah, Bruno Mars. Bruno, yeah. Bruno Mars and uh, Anderson Pack. And Anderson Pack. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That that's a good little collaboration. Because when they first got together, I'm like, I don't know how that's gonna work. But hell, this one worked out great. Yeah. And, uh, every time I seen a little shot of them live, they put on a good little show, like old school mm-hmm. stepping, you know. And uh, when they do come out with an album, I think it'll be gold before it even come out because people be anticipating for so long. Because they got enough music right now. The songs that I've heard, I'm like, you know, I like all of them. Yeah, yeah. They they uh, they had that one. They got that other one. Um, was smoking out the window? Yeah. Oh, I, think. I, yeah. I love that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. They got that one going on. <laughs> you know, they got the they got the clean version on the tablet yeah. that little DB listening to. Smoking out the window. I was like, you don't yeah. know what you're singing, boy. Because <laughs> the first time I heard the unedit, I'm like, did he just say that he's got it? I couldn't believe it. I'm like, damn. <laughs> So yeah, man, uh, they're a nice little group, boy. I tell you, yeah, Silk Sonic did it up nicely with Love's Train. Don't have a problem when a group redoes a song and lets you know it's a remake. It's just when they sample and don't give the original artist credit that bothers me. Hope you enjoyed this edition of Old Foods Talking Old School. Till next time, this is Mickey G. Peace. <laughs>